After the introduction, which I'm not going to comment on, but I'd like to introduce myself for a moment, what my position is in this um, course, my team in this uh, semi seminar. The my keshet arachim is um, really. I'm very close to Arachim and I help out Arachim more in financial um, problems than in, in ruchnistic problems. I was invited several times to speak in seminars and I spoke in seminars, but I never ran a seminar. I don't have much experience in seminars. Why I'm saying all this is because I know well the Menalim of Arachim and I know they're very <coughs> cautious, very responsible about what is said in the name of Arachim and what the takes place as part of the curriculum and part of the Tachnit of Arachim. And I must, and I will say, and I will express very clearly that <coughs> what I will say today, and I, I don't think I'm going to say Chidushim, I'm going to say simple things and Pashtazachim, but this is not part of the Arachim method, not part of the Arachim Hashkofe, maybe it is, maybe it's not, but it's not something that was, in the state, it's not something that was set up through Arachim. It's just the one who organized this uh, course asked me to say a few words about certain Pashtun Yanim, maybe Yanim Chizuk, and this is by no means part of the Arachim, set up part of the Arachim course, which is usually given, which is, how do, how do I say, it had Bikarit, and had, had, was through the Manalim of Arachim, through Tamil Chum of Arachim. Whatever I say now, whatever I will discuss now, is my own way of looking at things. And uh, I'm, as Brazil said, a roaming maggid, or maybe you can call it whatever you want. And this is my, it's a, you know, sometimes you have a uh, guy who supports him on Moise, you have to set him up, you have to give him a drush. I mean, that, that might be the case. But Akopanim, this is not, this is not part of the Arachim course, this is a, a sort of a recess, and I, excuse myself for taking your time, but I was asked to say these few words. <coughs> and I hope it won't be too long, it won't be too short either. Lamaise, <coughs> we are assembled here as um, as people who see what is going on today in the world with Nagir Tachazar Bachul. We are all participating and we would like to participate more and see what we can do. And uh, like everything, the whole the whole uh, process of the Mapecha is the process in progress. It started, I don't know how many years ago, who exactly started, I don't really know, but that's, that's not the point. There was no Ezra HaSaifa that came as being Machsir Yisrael Lechuvah, there's no Mordechai HaTzadik Machsir Yisrael Lechuvah, there is no one that you can say, certain God Lador, he is the one who's being Machsir, making Chazari Bechuvah. It is, it happened Kaviyochel by itself, Kaviyochel, I mean, Kilo, you could say, but it's, you, we see that it's Yat it's obvious, it's very, very obvious. And it's in progress. It started off small, and it's becoming bigger and more and wider. And now we're holding by a new genius, if you can call it genius, of course we call it a new Siyat called Seminars. And we saw the Hatzloche, the Malibadar Hateva, through the seminars, thousands of people came by with and it's as simple as that. We have today B'nai Torah, and we might even say B'nai <coughs> Torah. Who are products of the seminars? 
Now, the Maise, let us stop for a moment and think over what we say so many, so many times. We say that there's something going on supernatural. We say we see Nisim. We see Nisim Veneflois. We say that we see things that 50 years ago, 100 years ago, never happened. I'll tell you a word, a Gewaldige word. My uncle, Abner Weinberg, you probably all heard of his name. One of the pioneers, really, and still today, one of the Sh'tarka. He's the founder, together with Nathan Schiller, of Sameach. He said he was once sitting with his nephews, which is my cousins. And someone asked him, you're making make people become Bali Tshuva. They said he made five Bali Tshuva. Yisrael Salante made about Tshuva. You made a hundred Bali Tshuva, two hundred Bali Tshuva, a thousand Bali Tshuva. Something wrong here. Something wrong here. The more you make hundreds of Bali Tshuva. There was a to make about Tshuva. It was a whatchamacallit. It was, it was a... a, a it can provide a, 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 life's, a life's program. You make thousands of Bali Tshuva. He said a Gewalda Gevart. He says if you go to a construction site, you'd see a long steel beam that weighs five tons. Could you imagine picking up this beam? You need Shimshan to pick up the beam. <coughs> he says, I saw a guy was sitting way up high on a wall and he was taking a beam that weighed five tons and he was moving it to the right and to the left and he finally inserted it into place. Now how does this factor have the koyach to maneuver it and to set it into place and to pick up and to put down a five-ton beam? The answer is that if he had to pick up this beam from the floor then you'd take a need to pick it up. But if there's a crane that is picking it up, then you can put it in your hand and you can maneuver it and you can put it into place. And the truth is, he's the one who put it into place. That's in parentheses. So he says, in the time of Talmud Baal Shem, to pick up a yid from Shel Tachtis, a yid who's a Mechal Shabbos, up to an to pick him up, you had to have a Mazlich Because it's like picking up five tons. But today, when the Rambam says, Saif Yisrael, Asa is Tshuva, and Kaviyach HaKadosh Baruch Hu is picking up the Yiddish Kinder with a crane, then we can put on our hands and actually maneuverate and help people fit into their place. And... Which is apprentices, which really isn't relevant to our discussion now. This was his marshal and a beautiful marshal. And really, this marshal is explaining to what's, what's going on. I have another marshal, which doesn't really explain, but it just, it just, again, it just projects on the phenomenon that we see today. I say, if you would ask an intelligent person, and I use the word intelligent person, I'm making a ladder from a simple guy in the street till, even though, I don't know, I don't know the shachas, but let's use the word intelligent person, till the Kivegim. 
It was really closer to be a malach. Right? But let's say, tell him a kivegu. You would ask him, tell me, what, is, what would you wish for yourself to, to have the most happiest moment, the most wonderful moment that you could imagine in life? And I think that I would suggest, I don't know what they would say, but I would suggest something that I think that any intelligent person would say, yeah, I'm not talking about Ruchniyaz, talking about Gashmiyaz, Oilam Hazim. If I could become, a, if I could reach a situation that is a car riding down the street at 70 miles an hour, and it's a little boy, three years old, crossing the street, I can catch this boy, Mama, the last second, from under the wheels. The car that gives a screech and stop, and he stops three yards after where the bull was standing. And I saved his life. This is a precious moment for any human being. I think the Bikfei would say, Alavaya should be Zaychit. Which means a person, was anybody here ever Zaychit to save a Jew? Now, we know that they were Goyim, and simple Goyim, in the time of the, of the Holocaust, that saved hundreds of Jews. Why would they say I don't know, I have no idea everything mind, but we see a very simple phenomenon. We see that when Dam Yisrael is Nishbach, when there's blood spilling, the time of the Holocaust, then you can be Zeche to, 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 to do things and to save what in normal times most big tzaddikim aren't Zeche all their lives. It's a fact without explaining why it is like that. And in the truth, today, Am Yisrael reached such a shiflus. We are in such a holocaust that Dam Yisrael is so hefker, what's well, negate, we're talking now spiritually, that even simple people like you, in your own eyes, of course, I don't call you that, but I won't call myself, I'm a simple person. Can be zeichet to be machzer to save maybe even hundreds of yidin. But let us analyze what we are talking about. Really, we are saying that this phenomenon is something. We'll call it in simple language, even though we have different language. Let's call it lemaile medarech supernatural. Now. <coughs> This is the point that I want to try to bring out with my discussion today. If it's supernatural, if it's Lamayla Maderech Ateva, let's think a moment. Let us analyze this a moment. What, what difference does it make to us and what, what, what is this Machayimus? Let us analyze a moment a seminar. Now we are sitting here and we are discussing a technique that worked. It's a technique that proved itself. And we're sitting here and we're proving to the people and we're showing them the Torah is true. We just set up an Al-Keshel, they call it in Hebrew, a fail-proof way of codes with point number one, point number two, point number three, number four, number five. And people, as, we, as was described, and people who are experiencing it with their eyes, they're getting nervous and nervous. And they break. They break. It's something which we saw hundreds and thousands of times. Now let's analyze for a moment what's really going on. Now as I said, everything I'm saying now is not, was not checked up by the people of Arachim. 
So that I'm speaking now from my, in my, own, my own way of looking at things. The question is, are we really convincing these people of the truth of Judaism, of the Torah? Warren, what does Chazal tell us? Chazal tell us, Rishayim, is there a conviction as seeing the Gehenna with your eyes? Isn't it true that these people were really convinced before they came to the seminar? Now this people sees his next door neighbor. And he sees him adus, you know, with, 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 with Peyus and, and he's a Bintaira, a, a Tamad Chochem with a beard. And he hates him, and he, and he dislikes him, and he doesn't have any shaykhs to him. But doesn't he know that if the circumstances would be as such, I don't know exactly how to build up the circumstances, but if it would be as such, that he'd have a half a million dollars in his pocket, and he has to run away, he has to take the next plane to San Francisco, it's a matter of life and death, and there's no place where he could put the money, no place to hide the money. He has to trust somebody with the money. Just trust it without any star, without any ashaibas. Just take half a million dollars and give it to somebody. Now, doesn't he know that if the circumstances would come, he wouldn't give it to his best friend or to his wife or to his children, but he'd give it to this chanyakisha neighbor? And he knows it. And doesn't he know that when he drives down the block and he goes out of the car and all of a sudden, you know, he, he reminds he forgot to close the, the, the car and he sees his across-the-street neighbor that he was with him in the bar, with him, a friend of his. And he sees his son, you know, walking around, you know, with an open shirt and his long hair. And then he reminds himself and, and locks the car. And doesn't he know that when he sees his Bentayra neighbor, he doesn't lock the car? He's not worried. Now he knows it. Now, are we trying to convince these people? Are we convincing these people? Now today, we were discussing proof. Now, you all have shaykhs, the Bali Tshuva. The Bali Tshuva asks us, maybe, 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 maybe there was a projector on Harsine, maybe has has millions, maybe. I'm not going to discuss all the maybes because you know the maybes as well as I do. Now the question is, maybe when you walk out, now you know percentage-wise, an airplane might fall down on you when you walk out of the street. Or a car might pass a red light when you see the car speeding 60 miles of an hour. Now, you give your life, you entrust your life to these 40%, 30%, 60% convictions. And here you want a hundred percent, and if you showed him ninety-nine point ninety-nine percent, and if the, if the, all this, if he found a, a maybe a Michigan maybe, the most the most idiotic maybe in the stand, so he said he got you, and you, and you, excuse me, you as the Bentayra who's <coughs> teaching him, also have a suffix. Excuse me, is Torah really true? Because. You understand? The cost of the... So the question is, did we convince the guy? Now what happens in the third day of the seminar, the fourth day of the seminar? The fourth day of the seminar, we have seen people become Bali children. 
You know what it means to become Baal Tshuva? We have seen tens and hundreds of women making hefsek tired at the seminar. Now here we have couples. Now she doesn't make hefsek tired without telling her husband. Which means that we have people that were three days ago willing to die. The doctor said, don't smoke. The doctor says, don't drink. The doctor says, don't do that and don't do that. And he does it and he says to himself, the hell with life. Let's enjoy ourselves. He doesn't use these words. But, he, but, but people actually are my nefesh for tithes. And my nefesh for moment. Do you understand? People are my nefesh for moment. And here, this guy who was, who was with, with easy access, he thinks, right? To all the world, excuse me my expression, all the world, you understand, through the discotheques or through the magazines, you know, the whole world is his, he just has to pay for it or get to it. If he won't get it, to, won't get it today, he'll get it tomorrow. And the third day of the seminar, all of a sudden, not only does he say goodbye to all the world, he says goodbye to his wife, and he doesn't know that it's only 50%. Because they're living together in the room, and all of a sudden she's a nidda. And this is something that happens thousands of times. Now, if we would be evolutionists who bow down to the Elil, to the God called science, that everything can be could be explained scientifically, the eye with all its with all its 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 protein it evolved. You understand the Kalyachal of, of, of Mikra. And if you didn't, can't understand it, well, last Makshava Tfisa Beklau, but but the heart evolved and everything evolved. So science is by us, Kol Yochel. So here we could make a science out of Imachsar people to children. And we could say, look, if you scientifically figure out a seminar, they'll become Bali children. And if it works, it's probably scientific, and let's figure out scientifically how to make it. But if we're people who stop and think, and science doesn't give us the answers, when we see supernatural phenomena, we say, there is someone doing it, and let's find out exactly what he wants from us, etc., etc. So when we, when we discuss seminars, we have to go, we have to go a little more befratis, what's really going on here. Now, I want to tell you my own hashkaf of, of, of what, what's going on by seminars. And again, I'm not speaking in the name of Arachim now. I, I, I was mocked in this a thousand times. I don't think Arachim disagrees or agrees with what I say, but, but I, my Keshet Arachim is financial. But let me tell you my own way of seeing what's going on in the seminars. I live through seminars. And let me tell you how I, how I look at things. What happens is, we take people, and we sit them down by the seminars at six days. Those are the good seminars, I remember them. And today we have shortened seminars of three days, which aren't so good. And they come back, and I know a fellow who came back, and two fellows that came back. I know tens of people that came back, but I'm just quoting one fellow. He said, in Hebrew, we didn't eat, we didn't sleep. We just were there. We didn't want to, we didn't want to sleep. They were there in concentration for 18 hours, which is, which is, a, which is called a good seminar. That's the way it was in the, in the beginning. You, you fascinate them to the extent. Now, why are they fascinated about? Now, if we'll talk scientifically, we'll say, look, this is the first time these people heard logic, which is really true. 
Because when they hear lectures and they hear science, you understand, then they say, well, this is this and this is a, this is this antibiotic and this antibiotic and this antibiotic. It's not a, it's not a matter of discussion. And, the, and the, the lecturer that says that this is a scientific fact and this is a, he could ask a question, you understand, but the matter is not to tear it apart. But the first time they saw real logic, I say, I want to tell, let me stop with a little word. I say the real, the, always the, the first word that really, that really introduces everything, the first word of Rashi, the great commentary on Chumash. What does Rashi teach us? How to, how, how to, how to approach Torah? Now, what should Rashi say? Rashi should say, Thank you for the wonderful Torah. Isn't that what we should say? Rashi starts the first with, At least start with their Acherit. Why do you start with Gracious? Rashi doesn't tell that. Rashi gives such an attack, a punch. The first word, the Torah is, the whole Torah of Torah is common sense logic. Tear them to pieces. Tear them apart. And the first time people see, and they're all fit logic. Go on, tear me apart. And they're fascinated. That's if we talk scientifically. But the question is, is logic enough to scientifically get these people interested and have them shech themselves? I saw, I'm telling you a little story in parenthesis, I saw once, twice in my life, twice in my life I saw what it says, Chazal. I saw what it says in Chazal. Ozel What it means that a person that his, his face drains, he turns white. Twice in my life I saw it. Once I saw it, I really saw when someone embarrassed someone in front of everybody, he turned white. I really saw it turn cold without any exaggeration. The second time, a fellow came to me, he was four weeks out of the seminar. A Swedish fellow who works, wasn't learning, wasn't learning in the Kail, he came to me four weeks out of the seminar, and he came to me with a Shiloh. I'm officially capacity of Arof. He has a Shiloh. The Shiloh is, he told me, my wife, since the seminar, wasn't able to do table. And now she finally was, uh, counted in the key, and she has to go to the mix, but I, I understood that was tonight. And she has a temporary feeling. I'm not going to the halacha now. So I said, I know where Bozen says 30 days. I don't want to go into halacha now. So I said, how long is the feeling going to be there? So he says, it's going to be there. It's there already. You know, a week is going to be there another week. So I said, maybe it's a different route, but I don't see any head there. And the guy turned white. I, I saw it once in my life. I pushed it. I, I, I slaughtered him. And the, the reason why I slaughtered him, because he went home and was perished. Because if he <coughs> went home and said, Chaval, you understand, well, I, I can't, I can't, but in the sun, then he wouldn't have turned such colors. Now this guy, you understand, what happened to him? What happened to this fellow? Why is, what happened after a month's time? We want, you want to tell me that our Kesha made him a Bekiva? Circus, Besada, Masrekas, Kabarza, we're all young people. I was Sarekas, Besada, Masrekas, Shabarza. This guy was convinced before he came to the seminar. Now, aren't we witnessing a Tchiyas HaMesim? Obviously. But here is what I want to try to bring out. And this is something very important for us to know. And I'm going to ask excuse me from the seaboard that I'm saying such simple things. 
Because whatever I'm going to tell you, you know and you're convinced it. I just want to talk it over again. Chazar. Chazal tell us. Chazal tell us that I'm Ha'oretz. That the only koyach to matchias amesim is Torah. Now I want to analyze in my own hashkafa a seminar. I believe, and there's no suffolk in my mind. You could just, if luyitzuyo, if we would find the way, if we would find the way to take. 30 families or 40 families, friar families. And as I said, everything progresses. Everything progresses. Now maybe this will be the next step. If we would find a way to get these people to put this 18-hour excitement and concentration, a friar person, and for six days, consecutive days, learn Shosh Nagi then he would become such a Balchuva that there wouldn't be a need for follow-up. He would follow you up. Because the Koyach HaTorah, which penetrates into a Yid by nature, is what is being Mechayahim. The question is, you can't sit him down. Because when he comes to the seminar in short pants, and he demands a swimming pool, so what they do is when they have a couple of Rabbanim there with beers, they hide them out, you understand, and you put up Dr. Shalom Severnik, and he's, this fellow is what McCall is complaining, I thought there was going to be a swimming pool here, and his wife is complaining, and they tell him, you know, that the, the filter is broken. I mean, I'm telling, them, I'm, I'm telling you facts. They tell him the filter is broken, and you get your money back. And if you stay till tonight till the first lecture, and you leave the supper, and you want to leave tomorrow morning, you get the 100% rebate, you'll get all your money back. Let's just stay till tomorrow. So he makes a chesh, if I stay till tomorrow, I get a free every supper, and I trust these guys, you understand, they're not going to squeal my money, and how much money did I pay because the seminars are reducted. Right? So he stays till tomorrow, and tomorrow something fascinates him. Now what happened to the swimming pool? And the first lecture, he heard a story, that Ramai said, they don't show him the codes yet, he's not convinced, that's for sure. So what happened this night? What happened was, and we, we know this, and, we, and we, can be, we can be common sense enough, we're not that, sci- that scientific minded, we have enough common sense, as we had said, Paris common sense, that... A drop of Torah filtered into his, into his heart for the first time. And we have a problem. We have a problem that this ish, that this medicine, which for these sick people, for these un... Oh, excuse me, I don't want to use a stupid nebuch. Children is not tasteful. So we have to coat it. We have to coat it with a candy. So we call this candy all kinds of shocking codes and all kinds of shocking evidence. And it's true. We show them and we convince them and you, and you have to know this, this information because if not, he's going to get out. Because the moment he's chayshit, that you're not speaking like a college professor, and the moment he's chayshit, that he didn't become an intelligent and he's not in on, you know, on the truth, then he's, then he's going to realize what you're doing to him. So we have to coat it with candies, and we have Arachim produ- produce a science, a beautiful science. And the science is how to get these people to sit and learn Torah five or six consecutive days that Kedusha and Torah should infiltrate into their hearts and burn them up and change them. Now I have experience enough to know 
that these people have heard these codes and heard evolution, and they all go home. You hear? And this I know for a fact, because this is one of the things that they're told at the seminars. They go home and the friends say, Go on, disprove evolution. None of them know what to say. They're all at loss. They don't know nothing. They're mixed up. They got so much information. And they're told, don't talk to you. Don't try to convince them. None of them know, know this stuff. You understand? They, they get three days, Lush and Kodesh. <laughs> you understand? I heard the lecture of Lush and Kodesh. And I don't... Uh, anybody remember, you understand, what, what he had said? We remember because we know it. They don't remember Lush and Kodesh. They don't remember Al-Kesh. They don't remember nothing. They... they they come back with the tichlach and they're wearing the tefillin and they're putting on the tzitzis and the friends say, go on, what you learn there? And they, there's no one, none of them, who ever was able to repeat anything. <clears throat> and we tell them, don't argue with your friends. And they say, yeah, alright, you know, you go to Shalom Sever and the kid will explain it to you. So his friend says, yeah, I don't want Shalom Sever. Well, you tell him, why are you wearing tefillin? You're crazy. They brainwashed you and everything else. And he stays a Jew. He doesn't say to himself, really, they didn't convince me. I don't know, I really don't know what's going on. I, I don't know. I'm more mixed up than I went there. No, he becomes a, he became a yid. He became a yid. Now no one is going to tell me he was convinced. Because he's, 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 he's bubbled up. So what happened was, that, that we made Tchiyas HaMesim here. And it's really Tchiyas HaMesim. Because we know... And I always say this, you know, they say today, we have to have hidabrut. We have to have, you know, open common discussions between the fry and the frumah. So I say, how can we get together with them? Because what they call chayim, in Hebrew it's called lasot chayim. So we call it mothers. And we call kihem chayenu, they call it death. Death from all enjoyment. That's actual death. It's mothers for them. So what I call chayim by you is mothers. What you call chayim by me mothers. How can we get together? So every idea of Chaim, of life in this person, died. And every idea of death in this person became alive. So can we really believe that we scientifically did it? What happened was that there was a miracle here, there was Tal Shaltchir. Now, now start the question. The question is, if we are really doing is making a Tchiyas HaMesim here, through Torah. And we know that Torah, when there was a Maimon Har Sinai, there was three involved. There was a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and there was an Am Yisrael, and there was a Moshe Rabbein. So really, we, as Machzir B'Tshuva, we're really playing, we're really taking the place of Moshe Rabbeinu. Let's not talk of Moshe Rabbeinu, but minimum, a Rosh Hashiva. Now, if we can honestly believe, after such a, a seminar, a science, that when we would talk with our friar people, or we are making secular seminars to make people chazi b'tshuva, that we can, as as doctors, as professors, as scientific people, teach these people the truth. And we don't have to be Rashi Yeshivas Be'etzim in disguise. In disguise, granted. Then I think we are being completely irrational. We are actually Rashi Yeshivas. And here the question is, what is the halach of Rashi Yeshiva? What is the halach of Rashi Yeshiva? Now, to be a Rashi Yeshiva in Panavish, that's easy. 
It's hard. Why? Because I don't know enough of these Tamil Chacham. To be Rosh Hashiv with this Machal Shabbos, that's easy because he knows less than I do. Is that your truth? The, the capacity of a Marbet's Torah is not the problem of Kamos and Echos. It's not a problem of Kamos, but it's more a problem of Echos. <clears throat> the first thing, Torah has to co- come out of a, of a Ben Torah. You can't you can't take Torah out of out of I don't I, I don't I don't want to describe it. Torah has to come out of a heart of Torah, a mouth of Torah. Torah has Torah has a place where it grows, where it cultures. I once heard a word from another god which says. <coughs> Now we all know we have a lot of shotim, and we know that malachim are called oimdim, and people are not oimdim, right? Now, when we hear this word malachim are called oimdim, we say malachim are standing, but we stay, we grow, we forget. That malachim stand. They have another trait besides the fact that they don't grow. They don't fall. They don't go down. We are very intent by the fact that we grow. And malachim stand. But what's about the fact, the very simple fact, that malachim stand and we fall? So he told me, very interesting, he said, look, if you want to measure yourself, and, and with, with, as Rebbe Zil said, all my trades, I'm also sometimes called Rosh Hashiva. So he says, he says, if you want to measure yourself, if you were to be Rosh Hashiva, listen to what I'm telling you. He says, he says imagine that in your years, your Yeshiva years, from 17 till 23, <clears throat> if you would have learned with a Hasmada, with a dedication, as you're learning today, what would you look like? Today, what would you look like if you would have learned with a hasmodet, with a dedication, that you're learning today as a Rosh Hashiva? Would you be a Rosh Hashiva? You're a Rosh Hashiva, you're busy, you're running around, and you're saying shirim. You're saying shirim. What do you mean you're saying shirim? Because you open the Gemara, it's Ephraim Zechter Kop. How many hours a day do you, do you put do you put away for your gear b'tayrit? Two hours a day, three hours a day, four hours a day. You're a busy man. Imagine a bocher from seventeen till twenty-five, learning one hour a day, three hours a day, and running around and doing mitzvahs. I'm not I'm not trying to minimize the, the bocher, but will he, would he become a rosh hashiva? Malach Hashem Tzvokos. Malach is someone who's standing. <clears throat> Imagine yourself today as a standing person. That this is what you are, this is what you were. What you are now is what you really are. You can't live on the past. Now, really, this of course, of course, <coughs> tells me as a speaker in this, in this, uh, in this seminar that you, can, you have no wish to speak here. Which isn't really true because I'm not speaking as a Rosh Hashiva, I'm speaking as a Chavrusina. <coughs> and if I would learn the way I learn now, 
when I was 17 to 23, I'd be a shvach ha-charusa, a very, very weak charusa, but I'd be, but I'd be a charusa. I'd be a charusa. So we're discussing. But what does that tell us about making Bali Tshuva? But our Raman Torah? I heard from someone who saw the famous picture of the Raghut Shavu. Raghut Shavu, you do, you know, the picture is very long hair. Someone saw, he said, I was there when, when Raghut Shavu was just before a haircut. And he didn't take a haircut for several months, pushed from his mother. He wouldn't, he wouldn't go to the bar. He wouldn't go to take a haircut. And he would come to Abdul, but he wouldn't want us to take a haircut. And then he was just before the haircut and he was sitting and waiting for a moment for the barber to come. It wasn't by the barber in his house, obviously. And he was, and he was, he was the whole time his, his lips were mumbling and talking and talking and talking. Talking different to her. Someone asked him. Someone asked him. I see Thomas, someone asked him, Rebbe, why are you always learning? Why are you always learning? So he said, this is his word, he said, if I stop for a moment, will anybody, will, could anybody finish the words? He didn't say, No, he said, These were his words. He didn't say, I'm dead, which is something I could also say because I have no chayim. I, I, I become an amorit. I don't know how to touch over an amorit. In, the, in English. But we know what Namoritz is. Because a Talmud Chacham is someone who lives on yesterday before yesterday. On his yeshiva years. A Talmud Chacham is someone who is today a Talmud Chacham. And he said, the moment I'm stopped, I am an Amoritz. That's what I am. And everything I, has, I have is yesterday's. The question is, we have to be Baxi B'Tshuva. And we have enough, I think, the only koyach to be b'chayim mason will tchiyas ha-mason. And, and, and I really think, I really think that, I, that, that the people sitting here don't think I'm, I'm you know, the word sounds like a guzma, but we, but we have enough hashkofa to know that it's, it's as simple as two and two is four. I shouldn't use the word tchiyas ha-mason because it's, a, you know, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an exaggerating word. But let's face it. And the only koyach we have is Torah. I want to bring you another marshal. We sit by seminars and we sit and we teach people to become Khazir Bachuva. We can't we, we, we You know when I learned this? It's very interesting. This is twenty years ago and I was just after just after I got married, I was living in Yushalayim. And my wife said asked me to do me a favor, do her a favor. She had a cousin, her boy, who's today married, but that twenty years ago. He's t- nine, ten years old, and he was a little shvach in cheder. Do me a favor, learn with him every day for twenty minutes. I couldn't say no right after my husband, my wife, and she was my shalchan. I couldn't say no. So I learned with the kid every day for twenty minutes. I really did. I really, you know. It's interesting that it was two years later, when I don't remember what the discussion was, but she, but she said, you know, stand up, mesich with me too. She said, she says, you remember that I asked you to learn with, with Itzik. Remember, I asked him to learn with him. You know what I meant. I didn't mean you should, I knew you should learn with him. You know I, that I meant that you should see that he's shvach and learning, and that you should die for him. You know that I meant that. You know, it was, it was just, so, just plain simple. Now, Chazal tell us, Maya Sodom V'yechkam. Maya Sodom V'yechkam. So Chazal says, Yarbe V'yeshiva V'yemait B'schoyre. So Chazal says, Harbe Osu V'le Osu V'yodom. 
הרבה עושה ולא עושה ביודם. אלא, יבקש רחמים למי שהחוכמה שלו. וסנטינג מה יעשה דם וישיר, מה יעשה ביבונם זכורם, יאונו לגמור. אז לגמור אמרת, למה לא תגיד את זה בפרסט? הול בלי הול לא יסגי. So which means like this, Chazal tell us that if you want to become a Chochem, and I think it's obvious you want to be Rosh Hashiva, I think it's obvious you want to teach Sayyid Maksasam B'Tshuva, you have to teach him Tari Afedabim. I'm asking you gentlemen, am I exaggerating by saying that if I get up and speak in front of an audience and I give them the Al-Keshul, everything purely technical and purely scientific and even purely secular. But really I know that I'm trying to put Asian to their hearts because that's the only thing that could help. Would I exaggerate by saying that if I don't have in my heart and in my lips when I start, when I end, the Rosh Manesris, a tefillin to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that these people should be choyze b'tshuva, then really, I shouldn't be standing here because I don't know, because I really don't know anything what it's about. <clears throat> Am I exaggerating? We know that Chazal say, Tefillah is a machzah. So we always say, Tefillah machzah only a half. That's, 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 how, that's how we approach the Chazal. Tefillah is a machzah. But that's not what it means, only a half. It says, Tefillah is a machzah. Tefillah does a half. <clears throat> and here I'm sitting here with 50 or 60 or 70 or 1 people which is not that he's very, very sick, which I see with my eyes. But I know that this person is actually, by all Jewish convictions, actually not living. Actually not living. And he doesn't want to talk to me, and I have to find a way to get... I don't have to repeat what I said until now. Do you understand? Am I in a matzav that I don't have to scream to HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Unless I don't know what's going on. <coughs> and again, a shliach tzibur has different halachas. If I'm a shliach tzibur, if I'm a shliach tzibur, if I'm a cheskel anovi, and a kodesh bochu says, hatichyena hatzama sa'ilam. So I say, hatashem yudato. And the Gemara says, alisha hanovi, how was he Machayim Eisim? Berachimen Hudhuboy. The Gemara says, he did it with Philip. So here the question is, here I'm coming with ammunition, and I'm fooling these people into thinking of the sitting in your university. I fooled them in the first place that they thought there's a swimming pool here. And now I'm fooling them in the second place to think that I'm talking to them, science, which is, which is true I'm talking science, but that's not it. But actually, I am teaching them Torah. And actually, I am making them a pecha. And we have seen people after three days, people that did all the various in the Torah, that they actually became balichuvah and they went straight to yeshivas. And as I said before, they gave away their tzipar nafsham. And Chazal tells us, I'm just going back to what I said before, Chazal tells Mount embarrassment, busha, is mothers, people, women, after a seminar, go back home with tichlach. The busha, the embarrassment 
is unimaginable. And we, we marvel, we marvel the Kaychus. We marvel the Kaychus. What's the answer? The answer is that if I would sit learn for six days consecutively, I'd also become a Baal she tells the phone, we'd sit down and say 18 hours for six days, and then we see it. Then we'd also do tshuva. So the question is, what, how do we have to prepare ourselves in this, this operation? That we are now being Moshe Rabbeinus, small Moshe Rabbeinus, I'm not talking about Moshe Rabbeinus, but the Gemara calls them Moshe Rabbeinus. We are now shleich tzibur. We are now setting up. We are now being being oisik and hachzara b'tshuvim. And there are ways to test ourselves. One of the ways to test ourselves is how much do I really care? There's an am yisrael. There's an am yisrael. There's today. 15 million Yidin came year born in the world. Are there a million people that heard about Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokein Hashem Echad? And out of these, out of these people, maybe 2-3 million are, are consciously aware of the fact that they want to return. I was in Chile just, just, just a few weeks ago, but this happened, happened a few months ago in Chile. I was walking along on Shabbos, on Shabbos. And I was walking along in the street in Santiago, and a car stops, and the window opens up, and with such a smile, with such a simcha, Shabbat Shalom! She didn't even know that it's appropriate to say good Shabbos. She, wasn't, she didn't think I'm going to scream Shabbos. But she saw a yid. She saw a yid that she was so excited, she stopped the car on Shabbos, and said, Shabbat Shalom. And of course I answered, Shabbat Shalom. Allah was I permitted to tell her, because she'd have to open the door, and the light would go on. But did it occur to me, if it would have been Monday afternoon, would I have said, at the very read, Let me tell you, Believe in her, my mother. That's a very small story. My mother's trained in Chile too, and for Yiddish guy. You know, sometimes you see, I know Hamlet, I'm a big, I'm a big master of tshuva, you know, I, I'm not really, you know. But sometimes you say, I was going with my mother, and I was leaving Santiago, and I was going on the way, going back to New York, and there was a stewardess, and in Chile, you know, they, they, they have, they have, the, you know, the Simone movie. And the stewardess, it wasn't a stewardess, you know, by a ticket, and she took out her, her necklace, and it was a moment of it. And she even said shalom. She even said shalom. So my mother didn't take two minutes. She already had a hard address. <clears throat> and she had my mother's address. And we have shurim in the kailal. And the end of the story, I don't know. But we have heard many of stories that have, have happy endings also. But we're not looking for happy endings. The Chassam Seifer, his fight against Haskola didn't have a happy ending. And the mountains fight against Haskola did not have a happy ending. We're not looking for happy endings. We're looking for good stories. So the question is, first of all, how much do I care? 
much do I really care? How much, how much does it really bother me? And I heard from my uncle Abnayach, a beautiful word. He says, how do you measure Rotson? How do you measure how much you want something? And it's so simple, that's why it's beautiful, because it's very simple. How do you measure how much you want something? You want to sit down. How, much, how do you measure how much you want something? So he says very simply, you see how much you're willing to sacrifice. That's it. How much do I want a tape recorder? As much money as I'm willing to pay for it. You measure Ratzin by sacrifice. Now how much do I want that people should do tshuva? How much do I care about Bnei Torah? As, will, as much as I'm willing to give away. From my time. From my money. From myself, from my own life. From my etc, 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 etc. That's how you measure Ratzin. Now, that I should become a professional speaker in a seminar, and I should get up and speaking, you understand, and I should have the nachas, and I should say three hatsot, I should give Lashon Kodesh, Al Keshel, etc., 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 and then I come back home, you understand, and I say to my friends, there were 85 people, and 75% were you understand? Now, that's heartwarming. That's heartwarming. It's gishmak. And I think that all of us, I'm, gashmiistik, not talking about ruchniistik, but gashmiistik, would like to come home and tell our wives, I made a balchuvah, I made ten balchuvahs, a hundred balchuvahs, it's gishmak. Believe me, it's gishmak. Believe me, it's gishmak. And you, you, know, how, you know more than I because you're being Isaac, it's gishmak. But how much are you willing to give away? How much are you willing to sacrifice? And as much as we're willing to sacrifice, and I'm not being fired because it's not, it's, it's not the character I should be fired because I'm sitting here with the daily tire. And as the Bazil said, I'm a person that runs around. I have no issues. You, you people are sitting on each one his spot and learning tire, be my best tire. And I have an insight, Baruch Hashem. I have also my shir that I, that I say and that I give, that I learn. But I have no issues to be fired. But, but, but isn't that a measure of how much I'm really re- giving over Torah? And how much am I really being misspelled for these people? How, how much have I been... How, and can I ask a very simple question? Can I give more than I have? Simple question. Can I really give more than I have? But again, not that I should base myself on my previous years, that I have today. <clears throat> and sometimes, you know, you know, the Gemara is so beautiful. The Gemara is so beautiful in Chulun. When you take something, you kasher something. So the question is, the, the bleer goes out, the text goes back in again. So the Gemara says, I did it, lift like by Bali. Oh, how beautiful that is. That the clear that the is so busy spitting out that he doesn't absorb. This is the Gemara that saves us. Because it doesn't really become Balichu. With Torah Liflight, we're giving out and we're explaining and we're explaining and we're saying and we're, 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 we're dashing and making Balichuva. And we're so busy Liflight that Loi Bali, that we absolutely don't take anything in. 
Now let's ask ourselves, if this friar mensch, that you're teaching him how to daven, are you willing to say, you know what? Daven like I do. Daven like I do. If you could open up your mind and your davening and say, all right, you daven, not shake like I do, but daven, we know what daven means. Daven the way I daven. Are we willing to say it? Are we willing to say, learn, learn Terebah's mother like I do? And I'm, I'm professionally sometimes called the Mashgich and Yeshiva. I, I say to myself sometimes, are you willing to tell the Bochum, learn Bahas mother like me? Um, can I say this to the Bochum? Now, I could tell them, know the codes like I know the codes. And sometimes I could say, be convinced like I'm convinced. Because the Baruch Hashem had a Munah. But we don't want them to be convinced. We want them to dab. We want them to learn. We want them to become B'nai Torah. So if we can't say dab like I do. Learn like I do. So what can we say? Are we technicians? Are we technicians? Again. <laughs> I mean, I, I really... I didn't, I didn't think I'm going to get this far when I started talking. But, but I know, I'm sure there's no competitive because we're talking to Mishan Zich. And it's garnished Poshit. As I began, we can, we can, it is easily accessible today to be Machsir hundreds and thousands of people betshuva any place any of us find ourselves there is I don't think there's a place today where there are several B'nai Torah or even one B'nai Torah together that there isn't some kind of a tshuva movement it is easy as 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 as, as far fetched as it sounds it is easy fact fact and it's like everything else in Torah. It's so contradictory. It's so, such a steer. But it's a fact that it's easy. Koshken, anyone who's sitting here, who came for this Matara, it's within easy reach to make ourselves a Kehillah Valley Chuvim. But we have to know, self-kosov, we have to know what our tools are. We have to know self-kosov what our Matara is. And again, I'm not speaking in the name of Arachim, even though I mentioned this several times to people of Arachim, and they all say it's true, but I'm not speaking in the name of Arachim because Arachim has their way of speaking and have a way of understanding and a way of giving all messages, mm-hmm. which is very beautifully worked out. But I'm speaking, say, but I, but, I, but I think I can say my own opinion. And I'm sure that whoever I say this will be masking to my opinion. When we work on Tipu Behem Sheikh, when we work on a follow-up, so we know, at least, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, all these adjectives, I, B, we, let, let, give, me the, give me the benefit of that, we, I mean, anything I say, we is mine. We know that our matara is that this fellow should become a yid. And we know that a yid without liman hatara is not a yid. I passed in this shaila many times. And everyone sitting here had the shala coming to him. 
I don't know how you passkin. But they came to me many times and says, they say, the fellow who's being Makarov, he says, you know, I was Makarov him a little bit and he's willing to listen. And I could have to start, you know, I'm, I'm in the process, I could talk to Maisa, but I can't tell him everything in one shot. What should I tell him? Should I tell him Shabbos or should I tell him Kashris? Should I tell him to start keeping Shabbos or should I tell him to start keeping a, a, a kosher home? Maybe I should tell him Taras Mishpacha, that, you know, but that's very really hard. And I'm telling you my psak, and, uh, and I can get very... People could, you know, maybe a gentleman will afterwards, let's not discuss it now, and I say, this is the psak that I give, and I'm not unworthy of passing the Shabbos, I didn't ask you God, I say, look, I say, Kashis is, is very important, but leave Kashis alone, and Shabbos is very important, leave Shabbos alone, don't tell him anything, just make sure he starts learning. Get him a charusa. Get him a charusa. What should he learn? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. But, but if he'll learn, he'll get the Shabbos, he'll get the Kashis, he'll get to everything. But if he has Shabbos and Kashis and everything, he doesn't learn, he's not going to evit and show you something. He's not going to hold out. <clears throat> because Ayin without Torah is Kenyidnish. And our Sha'ifa is to get these people to learn Torah. Get these people to open a Gemara, get these people to open a Shulchanov, to know how to use the book. They and their wives. Which is really our Shifa, because the moment the person gets a Tam in Torah and gets practice in learning, then we know that he is ours. We know that this fellow has an Ashama in him. So a Yid without Torah is Kenyidnisht. About Shuvah without Torah is about Shuvanisht. The question remains. Can I be a Rosh Hashiva without Torah? This I don't have a Pesach on. This I don't have a Pesach on. I don't know yet. Can I spill Torah? Can I be a Marbit's Torah? Can I spill Talashal Tchiyah if I don't have any Torah in me? If I'm not, if I'm not, and Shtagging in Torah, and Oisik B'Tfil, and Shtagging B'Tfil. This is a Shalom which I don't have a Pesach on. But this is a parenthesis in the seminar. The tachas of the seminar, of course, was to learn these techniques. But as in a parenthesis, I just said these few, few words and I think I'll stop here.